How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Major Radio. Joined here tonight by some special, special guests. I got Josh Barber, Jacob Harrison. Couldn't stay away. He couldn't stay away. The return. And Matt, Master Giovanni rocking some sweet handlebars there from November. Yes, sir. A dig. Welcome, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. <laughs> Thanks for allowing Jake to come back. I hate the way I look. <laughs> you might need to speak up there, buddy. I hate the way I look. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, it was recently, um, hopefully tonight's a much more uplifting episode than last week. Uh, I don't think I'll be drawn as much in the flyers as I was then because we've got some wins finally. Thank the Lord. Yeah. If, 500, if, I think. We're yeah, an even 500, 7, 7, and 1. Ding, ding. Lucky sevens. Things could be worse. True, yeah. It could, could be, be a lot, lot worse. worse right now. Um, get, I guess just a couple house cleaning items before um, housekeeping. Housekeeping yes. <laughs> cleaning items before we get into the, how the flyers are on the road trip. It's going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> today, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks fired three times Stanley Cup champion head coach and the second most winning head coach of all time, Joe Quinville. Joe so, or Joel? Joel. Joel Quinville, yep. not Joe. Sorry about that voice. Um, it's not how you start. Yeah. Finish. Good, babe. I saw a lot of happening on social media. <laughs> tell us your thoughts. Uh, well, as everyone knows, I'm very much aboard the fire hack saw train, and I am still aboard that train. I've wanted them fired for two years now. And time. even though the Flyers got a seven out of eight possible points on this road trip, it still is an excuse of fact that they, that they need a change and they need a new head coach. And when you have a type of coach available like Joel Quimble, you know, you something you can't pass up. But I'm sure the Flyers aren't the only team who might be in on the Quimble sweepstakes potentially. Well, I mean, the, the Kings just fired their coach too, so yeah, the we're looking for something. The Blues could fire theirs too. You should go back to the era where you could trade coaches well, money. I mean, Mike Yo came out and said that he would fire himself. After the Blues were like two and four, John Stevens got fired again. Taxwell said shack up to the Flyers, and then they lost to the Islanders. That's the second so. time Jeff Carter watches head coach get fired. True. Thanks, Jeff. I heard apparently where the, the decision to fire Stevens came after the Kings lost to the Flyers. Yeah. Because they won, and then they fired him. But yeah. I heard the decision came after the Flyers game. So. Sound like it was a decision made regardless, anyway. Yeah, we hate that coach anyway. John Stevens. Yeah, no <laughs> he, he did win a Calder Cup with the Phantoms. Yeah, not a Stanley Cup with the Flyers, though. That's true. Jake with him some free ad space, courtesy of Smart Food. Okay, he's getting that guest spot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, who else is looking for a head coach? I think. Uh, <laughs> well, well, apparently not, about. since they just did well in the regular. Yeah, there's, there's at least like four teams, I think. This panel's looking. Uh, well, the team list, uh, Detroit. Detroit maybe, but they have Dan Bowsma on their bench. So, so it sounds like he's probably true. the heir apparent. Well, apparently they love Jeff Flashall for some reason. He's, he's, he's basically like Ken. Uh, like my yeah, Babcock. Yeah. Uh, I think Ottawa might be looking for a head coach. I mean, they might be looking for everything. Ottawa's <laughs> yeah. just a train wreck right yeah. now. They might be looking for a new city to be a part of. You guys saw that Uber video? Yeah. Uh, we'll touch on that. Don't worry. Um... Other than that, you know, we touched on maybe uh, Anaheim. You could use a new coach. Uh, St. Louis, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. He's still there somehow. 
Who uh, won the only one in overtime, though? I'm pretty sure. Yo. They did it in Vancouver. Uh, oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. They're fucking studs. Patterson? Yeah. He's, been, he's, he's on my score again. He scored again tonight. That's my guy. Clapper. So, uh, yeah, yeah, just going into that, it's going to be interesting to see where he lands. Uh, do you guys have any other thoughts about where he could might land or potentially land if the Flyers were to get him? Not with the Flyers. Definitely not with the Flyers. I think in the, the case of the Flyers coach situation, Hackstall saved his ass with this road trip. As much as you hate it and everyone else hates it, I don't think he bought time. I don't oh. think the Flyers. Yeah, he bought time at least, but I don't think he's getting. They're not getting rid of him unless the Flyers. And the chance they do fire start to suck again. Hackstall. I think um, Lapierre might be up. Oh my god! <laughs> Please no. <laughs> I don't know. The Flyers love him, and he's. It's just a coach right now. I mean, how can you I love, don't really know. How can you love a guy that hasn't gotten... I don't, like, know. Like, I mean, I love LePere as a player, but as a coach, he's just brutal. Like, just... Our power play hasn't been above 20th ever since he's got... Or, not power play. And then we have this power play guy who coached McDavid, and Chris our Nowell. power play still sucks. It's like 1 for 15 ever since we've been, like... In home games this season, I'm pretty sure it's one for 15. Like, I love seeing, I love them, like, yelling Pico power play, and then they don't score. Like, that's my favorite thing, just to see our power play suck. Just see how, like, shoot everyone in there. Yeah, everyone yells shoot. Yep, I do it too. No, I don't. But, um, (laughs) now, if if Hacksaw can survive every slowest start that he's been through with this team and survive a 10-game losing streak and also have the team go through a 10-game winning streak and miss the playoffs, I think he's safe. Which is unfortunate. For now he is, but unless they somehow start to go downwards again, then maybe they'll get Cardwell. But Cardwell could also retire because he's got three cups and he's probably just like, screw it. I don't want to deal with anyone else's shit at this point. He's probably not catching Scotty Bowman as the all-time winningest coach either. And he's still collecting, I believe, six mil for the next two or three seasons from the Blackhawks. He'll be fine. So, yeah, he'll, he'll be nice, nice and comfy. He'll probably end up coaching Seattle. That's a good possibility. Golden parachute. <laughs> exactly. But um, what's the thoughts on that? Uh, how do we, do we want to go into Ottawa, or we want to talk about the Flyers and address Ottawa and the rest of the league after talking about the Flyers real bit? That way. Ottawa second. Ottawa second. So all right. We can talk about the Flyers. So on this recent road trip, the Flyers, of course, they collected they collected seven out of eight possible points. Beat the um. L.A. Kings. Well, they first they beat the Anaheim Ducks, which was, I believe, of a score that's going back into October of three to two. Then they go on beat the L.A. Kings five to two. They lose in overtime to San Jose Sharks four to three. And then last night, of course, come off a strong victory, which might have been their best victory all season long, yep. five to two against the Arizona Coyotes. Now, boys, Arizona's kind of good. I was gonna say Arizona's a lot better than they yeah. were last. They year. were coming off a five-game winning streak going into last night's game. Yep. I've got a bone to pick with a certain Arizona Coyote. Oh, Kevin Kanaan. Why? He boarded Travis Konechny last night, oh. and none of the the refs didn't call it, and nothing was addressed by the team. The Flyers' next game is Thursday night in Philly against the Yotes. You need a Dale Weiss, a Wayne Simmons, someone. Put Goldberg in the lineup just to fight Kanaan. Something needs to be done yeah, to be addressed. That. This after, really the, after the end of the game. Well, it's the, the refs 
The Department of Player Safety has yet to release anything on this thing. It's a clear state boarding. We have seen weaker things get suspended this year. Yeah. And this is a clay, this is a Clayton. That was blatant. not. This is a blatant boarding. Getting thrown into the yeah. Earth's crust by Matheson. There have been worse things called than this. Basically a hockey play. Yeah. 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 And it's just too light. More weight. More weight. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah. And the refs missed the call, so now it's the time. Well, now if they're flyers, the refs, you didn't do anything. The league, you didn't do anything. Now it's in our hands. Yeah. So it'll definitely be interesting. And the game ended with some bad blood. So we'll see what happens. I think it'll be a nice uh, nice little scrappy game. Be a lot of fun. What if Konechny goes after him? I was going to say, Konechny will fight him, probably. Yeah. The kid's an animal. He's, he, he's like... He's our version of like, or he's on his way to becoming like our version of a cleaner Brad Marchand. I hate Yeah, but it's pretty much true. I mean, say what you may about Brad Marchand, he's still one hell of a hockey player. I love Marchand. He's stealing out his toucan Sam nose and. That's just a discriminatory idea. <laughs> Against toucans. <laughs> My cousin's a toucan. <laughs> I apologize to your toucan cousin, James. Uh, all right. Man. But does anyone else have any thoughts I mean, about the Flyers recently? They, the only time they were losing on the whole road trip was in overtime. Yeah, they, never, they were never trailing after trailing for their first 11 games. They scored so, the first goal in every single... No, they had the first goal scored on them. Oh, well, yeah. In every but, no, but, but this road trip, though, they scored the first goal in every single they're game. Never losing. And they never were losing unless they lost in overtime. So... Well, that's a bad way. Exactly. Yeah, 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 that's true. But. And then um, on this road trip, we saw yet two more goalies go down. Uh, Michael Neuwirth goes back to the injured reserve. He probably sneezed and pulled his groin again. And then um, in practice. They might even tell us what's wrong with him at this point. They're like, yeah, he's hurt again. We're just like, all right. Something. It's, it's fine. Yeah, something was his it's arm. It's lower body injury. It's always a Elliot's gonna have. They're gonna announce his status. They're gonna announce Elliot's status tomorrow and be like, he's got an upper body injury. We'll just throw him a little curveball. We'll make it upper body instead of lower body, or they'll be like mid body. What the hell is that? Yeah, like I don't know. He's sore. Like so. So is everyone else. Like yeah. But then of course Matt mentioned it with Elliot. He with Travis me in practice, I believe, after the. The Ducks, the, the Ducks game, game. Uh, or it might be the LA game or the San Jose yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, because he played in LA. Did he? He played in San Jose, right? No, Pickard started. So it was it was after the LA game because Pickard started in San Jose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it was after LA. No, it was after practice. It was in practice San Jose, after San Jose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. right. So it was like morning skate because um, it was probably Lloyd didn't get to the ring until like right well, before the game. He got to Arizona I think around eleven a.m. I think that's sure what they were saying. So, yeah, 11, 7 o'clock at night, no big deal. Four hours, just a few hours. But, um, a little math going on. So, right now, we're going with Calvin Pickard and Alex Lyon as our two goalies. My guy. Of course, down in the minors, we've got Hart and Stolarz rocking out down there. So, it'll be interesting. It's something that needs to be addressed. The team already has too many goalies. At this point, I don't know about you guys, but something just needs to be done about Neubert. I've said it multiple times on this podcast. You just can't rely on him anymore as an NHL player. It's a shame because there's at times I would go and say he's a better goalie than Brian Elliott. 
but he's not healthier than Brian Elliott, and that's his problem. He's a better goalie than a lot of other goalies. He's just consistently healthy and yeah. His groin is permanently torn. They probably put it back together with like paper clips at this point. They're like just have fun, see where it goes. I mean, their biggest ally as goalies is time because the last this is the last year of Elliott's contract. And I think the last year of Neuber's. Thank the Lord. And, and Stolarz is also up. They'll probably re-sign Lyon because he's a good two-way guy. Can we give him one year? Right. They gave both Stolarz and Lyon one year. Yeah. So. so all four of those goalies are up. The only goalies and, and Pickard's up after this it's year. The only goalies oh, we'll have on contract coming into next year as of right now we, we are keep, Sandstrom we and Hart. keep Pickard. I love Pickard. Yeah, Pickard's good. I mean, after the way he played last year. <laughs> Was it last night? Last night, he kept the Flyers in the game. He looked very good. But, he again, he's another fringe starting, like, 1B. I mean, again, though, like, with the Flyers is that they can use these goalies all day, but these goalies are just going to get lit up if they don't play defense. Like, they, this trip had its bright spots defensively for them, but they still look terrible if they break down defensively. So, but, I mean, again, with goalies, it's just a matter of time because we can get rid of the – the ones that keep hurting us by basically being in the lineup for half the season and not being in the lineup for half the season. Or being played too much by their head coach. Sure. We'll go with that. But who are you referring to? <laughs> uh, Brian Elliott's injury Probably came about from this last year. I mean, Elliott's been kind of another goalie that's had an injury-riddled career. I mean, but there was a time where he had 15 games into the season. He's definitely not being overused. No, but I think he might still be paying. He had surgery in the offseason. And when you're a bit older, once you get into your 30s, type of surgery you had, you typically don't take a little bit longer to recover from. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's still not partly fully recovered, and he's been trying to play through it. I mean, we so tried to play McDonald too early, and I mean, he's already not good. And he was god-awful. He was even, even worse when they brought him. They're like, yeah, yeah, he's out like four to six weeks. And they're like, wait, he's back. Two weeks later, surprise, because he's weeks, back. And he's the first down, like, first line D-pair, and he's given up. Oh my God! He just—he literally lays on the ice to make plays. Like, how, I could make the NHL doing that. But. Andrew McDonald, Pitney, like one of your French girls. Yeah, just—he literally just goes into full starfish mode and then they just give up goal. So, but over on, another thing on this road trip is that you definitely saw saw Provorov and Ghost return to form. And Fallen played pretty well. Yeah, Fallen every game. Fallen's been in the lineup. He's been gaining more points with me. Like he's looked, but he's still a Last bottom. Night was probably his best game all season. He's still a bottom three defenseman. He went after that one guy in the corner. That was sweet. I was like, oh, he's coming in. He he jumped after uh, Lawson Kraus. Kraus went Solid. after uh, Nick, Nicholas Abe Kubel and uh, and Konechny, I think he went after at the end of the game, and he just barrel rolled right. He pulled a Jake and Mensley and just went right in there. Do you have anything to rebuttal that? No. Too soon, too soon. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my initial reaction to that. Kids sitting in the press box is going to get a hat trick <laughs> with hot dogs. He's going to have to talk to his lawyer. Definitely was trying to shuffle you guys' as, uh, guest spot tonight. Talk to my agent. <laughs> I'm too good for this. <laughs> Maddie and Barbara couldn't do it alone to drag me along for this abuse. <laughs> Always on abuse. Come on now. Yeah, whatever. Come on. Talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Fol- look better and better. You know, it's just something that you know he's he's still he's still a seventh, you know, for seventh defenseman slash borderline, you know, bottom pairing defenseman. He's not he's not going to be an everyday player, Jerome. 
mean, I'll take him over McDonald any day of the week. I'll take him over Gudis. I was going to say. Gudis has been one of our defensive now this year so far. I still can't. Gudis is still really polar, though. He either plays really well. Or he plays so really, really bad. I'm still Like, his, when he gave up, he basically gave the Penguins two goals in game five. Either game five or six last year in the playoffs. Like, tried to stick handle behind the net, gave it up, and they scored, and then did something else, probably laid on the ice like every other Flyers defenseman tries to do. He also play. killed Coots in practice. Yeah. He did kill Coots so. in practice. Yeah. Right, go blockhead Coots. <laughs> um, Sweepy, though. Guy can kick rocks. It's just another thing. Uh, the penalty kill on this trip, you know, it was... Still bad. Yeah, it's like last night. I mean, they were pretty good last night. They only allowed one power play goal, and the Yotes, I think, as had... As bad as I was like, I think the Yotes had, what, how many... <laughs> the Yotes had, what, four two, or two, five two, power two, plays two. last actually, night? And... Actually, it was worse than I was. <laughs> well, we can get to that, but even, even the... Uh, they even said it on the broadcast. They're like, <laughs> everyone now is playing an aggressive style penalty kill. And yeah, the Flyers are sitting in all of hockey. Like, like, oh, you could throw a teddy bear at them on the PK and it would go in the net. Because they'd be like, oh my God, we got to let it go. Like, give them space, boys. Like, who was it last night that scored an absolute ripper against them? Galchenia? Galchenia. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, oh man, top of the circle's open. Boom, no one's going to cover me. Like, every Flyers defenseman is literally, like, allergic to playing. Like, they're just like, let's stay in the box and not move. Like just five. let them walk. Yeah, just let them walk right into the slot or wherever. Like Flyers supposed to Yeah, like LaPerriere. I like you said, LaPerriere loved him as a player, but PK coach garbage. The Flyers haven't been the Flyers haven't been above twentieth in the league in the past. Ever since they hired this guy as a coach, they haven't been above twentieth in the league. Like I love the guy for taking a shot in the eye in the playoffs, and he was a hell of a player, gritty, but like. Come on, man. Like, yeah, make your, like, you gotta, like, change something. Like, they're not, they don't challenge anyone on the power play. They're just like, yeah, man, like, here, have have a goal. He'll lose his control. If if an opposing player goes to go screen our goalie and it's like, have fun, be like, picks, Lion, that's all on you. You slash him with your stick a couple times, maybe he won't go there. And, oh, what the fuck, the back of our net. But at this point, it's like, can, can the Flyers just defer? Like, oh, a penalty against us? No, just just put the goal up on the board. Like, we're not going to kill it. Just put the goal up on the board. Say, we'll, we'll come back because that's what we usually play. I mean, again, at some point, it has to come down to the players, too. But if your coach consistently isn't making your players play well, I don't know if that's really a thing. But you know, so Hextall coming out this offseason said the point was to try and improve the penalty kill. And I'm sorry, but adding Christian Fulman's not going to improve your PK. You literally did nothing to make your PK better. You got quoted as some reporter asked him over the weekend, you know, what gets you so mad about the penalty kill? He's like, the puck being out, being in the back of our net. Like, it pisses me off. It's like, well, dude, I'm like, you could have done something. You could have brought in another player like a Michael Grabner or another, so, like, good bottom six forward, three forward that specializes in the penalty kill. But you're like, nah, everything's fine. <laughs> Dog sitting That's in chair, PK house on fire. This is fine. Yeah. Flyers PK. The power play is Yo. still... Power play was clicking the last night, though. Speaking of penalty kills... Most stationary power play in the league. Arizona Coyotes. A bajillion times. Flyers power play. Oh, yeah. Like, the 
no movement at all. Let's do the slingshot every time you get into the Literally, like, the entire Or dump it in and then just have the other team get the puck and send it right back down on the other end. Like, like like literally, the entire power play circulates around puck circulation to the point. And nobody nobody moves. (laughs) They hit the ball. They hit it. Or other power plays are predictable, like... But like the There's Capitals power play, like just get it to Ovi and at the top like, of the circle, he's gonna rip on it. Like every team in the league is looking like the there's, there's the is like, hey, get it to the point. Let's try and circle. shoot it through ten people, and maybe it'll go. See in. what happens. Yeah. Look, the top of the circle. Shocker. Cross it to oh, Watch out, Jake Voracek's creeping into the slot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Wait, he's gonna hold the puck till he gets to the hash mark, and yeah. then he's gonna pass it across the ice. I was gonna say the other yeah. circle. The opposing face. If anything, they pass too much. Like they gotta <laughs> throw pucks on net. Like, and they're not making a lot of passes from down below the goal line where the areas. They're not passing in the high risk. In not the high risk, but the high chance areas. Yeah. They're not making the high risk. The high reward. I want to see. Yeah. Like, there's no creativity. Like they, they don't even like. Yeah, it's either it's either like a one timer from Giroux, or a point shot right. from Ghost, from Ghost or Provorov, <laughs> um, a cross ice feed to Voracek for a slap shot that's easily saved by the goalie, or goes completely wide of the net. Goes out of the zone. Goes out of the zone. Or Simmons gets it down low. Simmons gets it down low, tries to spin around and stuff it into the goalie who already knows what he's gonna do. Like the goalie's like or he loses control of it and they just slide. <laughs> or Couturier tries the same thing where like Jim Jackson's just like Couturier looking like Simmons out there and he's like yeah he doesn't score on the power play. Like and I don't get it. Like, JVR yeah, JVR is rumored to be returning soon, so that'll be good. But I like the way Patrick's looks on the top, top light <laughs> on the top unit. The second Konechny <laughs> and Patrick have been moving them up the power. I mean, Lindblom had up. seven points, I think, in the on in these four games. So he's been playing a lot better. But again, it's like their their problem areas are still the problem areas. Like they worked on some of it over the last four games, but they just they just need to build on it. Like they can't Eight steps back at this point. This this road I think trip, they're like two and four at home so far too. Like yeah, they they need to take this road trip and bring it back to home because now the rest of this month they're playing a lot of games on home ice. And five, just because the next the, five games are on home ice, like they need to get comfortable playing at home and winning at home. They need to make the Walls Fargo Center their ally in. The Flyers can't get uncomfortable and not play at home because they get booed after a terrible first period. Yeah, like suck it up or quote quote Dave Hackstall sack up. And play in and front then, of your home fans. Lose to the Islanders. And then lose by five goals to the Islanders. Like, but maybe, maybe you should be like, yo, you guys just suck, and then they'll play well the rest of the season. So like, I mean, it might work. He's telling us, like, don't. He's not telling us to sack up. He's like putting us down. Like, we actually got to do something. Flyers ride this whole. Number one. Number one. Number one. I mean, yeah. Number one. Again, I mean, I'm happy that they did well on this road trip, but I'm also not. I'm not happy yet because they still have a lot of games left, and the way they played at home so far is either really good or really bad. So they need to, they definitely need to keep the way they played these past. Yeah, people thought people thought these ne- these last four games are important, but I think the next. I mean, every game's important, obviously, but I think these little stretches where they're at home or on the road determines a lot. I think Hackstall is still on the hot seat to some degree too. I would agree with that. Their he's, next, he's they got off the hook. Their next, like I said, he just bought himself some time. Yeah, next, him yeah. and I think what him and Babcock, I think are the in the top five of the current longest tenure coaches now. And they both have yet to win a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So now the new longest tenure head coach in the league is now uh, Tampa Bay's coach, uh, John Cooper. So he's the new longest tenure coach for the next. The next five years. The, the next five games for the Flyers are all on home money over the Flyers. What like five years now? It doesn't feel like that. Like three. Three or yeah. three. I yeah. said Cooper's been. He's like a lifetime. This guy's just killing <laughs> The next home game for the Flyers of the Clarks, we have, you know, Thursday against the Goats, Saturday against the Blackhawks, Florida on the 13th. Yeah, I think Saturday is going to be a tough game. Is that their first? I wonder if that's – is that Chicago's – no, it's oh, probably yeah. not their first yeah. game. No, Chicago's play, plays tonight. Oh, all right. Yeah, they Fire are today. And we can probably talk about that, too. That's a pretty Why big would they do that? the Chicago uh, roster. I mean – a lot of those guys have been playing under that coach for like over a decade. Yeah, they're getting like, older though. Yeah. Is there any player reactions? Yeah, there is. We can get to that at the end though. But something yeah. I want to address though oh, right oh, now oh, is it oh. seems finally that Hackstall's found some line combinations and that he's sticking to him. What do you know? Chemistry starting to happen. This second line. Switch it up. This second line of Patrick Limblom or Limbloom, if you're in this line, what's it pronounced now? Wow. And Jake Voracek wow. is making some great lines. Lindblom's making those great passes from behind the net, and Patrick, he's just feeding Patrick. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that was really one of the Flyers' problems early on, is that Hatzel basically just rolls the dice with players' names on him, and whoever's name shows up, he's like, ah, oh, let me put these guys on a line. Or, like, they'll shuffle cards, be like, oh, my God, I got Connect Me and Giroux on a line. They'll be like, oh, my God, sweet. And then, like, Simmons like yeah, line. like, you're not going to generate chemistry if you're changing lines every shift. Like, he's not, like, at one point, I think I saw a – a line that was like Weiss, Wheel, and Simmons. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah like, Alrighty. It's basically like a carnival wheel. Like, spin it, and you'll just see who's on a line with Take who. Your like, or you Take got a dartboard in the locker room. Like, yo, boys, how are we making lines tonight? Like, I don't know, <laughs> coach, you can throw the darts yet. Like, they need to move Lawton up to stay on the third line, I feel like. Yeah, Lawton's definitely top, a bottom six. Third line needs to be Lawton. Lawton's probably like, been our best bottom six forward so far. Well, your third line, and he's probably been like our best PK guy, except when he like broke his back against Vegas. When do you think <laughs> when JVR comes back, he's slotting in on that third line with Simmons and JVR? Yeah, they're keep they have to keep it. That's where he started to start the season. True. And also, do you really want to break up Patrick Lubov and Voracek? Like keep the good keep the good times rolling. And um, so you're looking at third line potentially of being JVR, Wheel, and Simmons. And a fourth line of Laterra, Lawton, and Weiss. And Until Dan- Raffle comes back. Brutal but, fourth line. But also, Dale Weiss. I need to give some Dale Weiss some props. This is the Dale Weiss the past couple games on this road trip has been the Dale Weiss that played for – that played the Dale Weiss of the Vancouver Canucks, the Dale Weiss of the Montreal Canadiens. This was the guy who Ron Hexall signed to a deal – and now we're finally seeing, like, bruh, thanks. This is three, three years later. He's played for the Canucks. Great start in his career. Yeah, we're sick. I was going to say, he's good on the Blackhawks, too. Oh, not really. He was okay. I mean, we all know what happened when, like, a good player, like, LeCavier came to the Flyers. <laughs> we don't need to go there. I was so hard. Guy would have had fucking cinder blocks on his skates the whole time. <laughs> and Jeremy Shelley. And his favorite player. Oh, my God. Yo, I Latera skipped still right on Google. down the middle like of the day of... <laughs> Got, yeah. got a caviar jersey. The T-shirt. Press. Oh my god. Yeah. The ink wasn't even dry off the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Texting okay. everybody I know. It's like we were all hyped about that. Right? Yeah, number one. And then you had what is it? They, like him going two miles per hour down the ice in a shootout with a zigzag, and then just shoots it right into the goalie's pad. I'm still surprised Ellie took that trade with him and Luke. <laughs> yeah. 
For a wheel and a second, right? Yeah, wheel and a second it. round pick, yeah. I wonder who the Flyers do it over again. He's in that draft pick. But, uh, so boys, I guess if you guys want to, we can get into some other miscellaneous topics. Unless you got anything else about the Flyers you guys want to discuss? Nope. I think they just got to keep building on what they built on in the West. Keep the lines the same. Yeah. Shave Hacksaw, that was aimed at you. Keep, I know you're doing, Basically, keep doing the right things right and make the wrong things better. Because you can't fix everything in one game. So. There's still always a, lot a of process. Yeah. Remember, you have to trust the process. I mean, they're at 500, but that many at 500 doesn't really show. Second in the division right now. Yeah, but we're also like two or three points out of last. Exactly. Because like, it's early in the season. So, so you, can't really che- you can't really check the standings yet. But, you, yeah. but you know, there are the, the fans out there. Who I'm not worried yet. But, again, I think I still think Hackstall's on the hot seat. And yeah, I yeah. think LaPerriere should. And you really need to re- rethink the PK if it continues to do poorly. I mean, LaPerriere has been the PK coach for the last, what, like four or five seasons. And it's constantly. I think he came in. Yeah. When uh, bottom tier the when Baruby was coach, yeah, they brought in like five years. But yeah. um, they just kind of preach the right things and keep going. You know, Hexall said one of the big things that he said he was going to bring into the suppliers was stability. So if they're going to make an, a change, it's probably not going to be really awesome, unfortunately. But he's not going to go yeah, out. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, he's not going to go out and make line. a trade. I don't know for a player. Simmons, depending yeah, on how Simmons is doing, come the trade deadline, if he hasn't gotten a contract by then. They they like can't he, let him walk away free. They, they need to get something for him. They can, they can't pull in New York Islanders. Well, he's not John Tavares. Yeah. No, but Tavares still, is pretty... a player yeah. that still so Simmons is one of the elite power play forwards in this league and one of the best power forwards arguably to ever play. We're just talking shit about him not scoring points in the power play. Well, if you go and buy his statistics over the course of the year, like if he so. plays like he did two okay, years ago when he was MVP in the All Star game, then. We'll give him we'll give him a big ticket, but if he if he plays like he did last year, granted he had like a multitude of injuries, well, like here's how, he how basically much, dead all of last year. How but. much are you willing to pay Simmer? Because he's he's gonna he's gonna want big ticket long term and higher money. He's gonna he's been taking a very nice friendly deal for the Flyers, and he's gonna want five plus mil. I don't yeah. think you can give him more. And than this upcoming this this season both. Konechny and Provorov are RFAs, and they're going to start to want their cookies on the contract. Right, well, I guess so, we can worry about that when the time comes, and once my pants dry, from Jake's spilling his beer all over it. Yes, been so, one of those shows tonight, guys. <laughs> in for the wagon. We're on the wagon. This podcast is brought to you by Yingling, PBR, and Halloween candy. All right, Jake, we're real fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a special life. Check it in with Tom Wilson here. <laughs> <laughs> This is what he's doing. Uh, what else can we talk about? Uh, I guess we can go in. You guys want to go into what do you want? Do you want to talk about more about Joe Quimble and player reactions, or do you want? Do we want to go into? Or do we want to end with Ottawa? Yeah, that's a good All right, so Joe Quimble, we touched on the beginning of the podcast. I just let go by the Toronto Blackhawks, and some players came out and said some interesting quotes. Captain Serious. Captain Serious. I know Patrick Kane came out and said that he was really disappointed. Uh, he came out and said that he wished he played well on their last Western Canada road trip. He said, I wish I wasn't sick for the game in Vancouver because I would have played better to try and keep my coach here. Um, 
Brent Seabrook came out and said, what? I've known the guy since I was 23, 24. I've grown up with him, and he's taught me how a man should be. I owe a lot to him. I'm just from being a, from a family man to being a hockey player I am today. Taves is Mr. Captain, you know, serious. Similar to get too into it in his life. There's still some more the players that I do better, but, you know, it's going to suck. But, you know, you can definitely tell that Patrick Kane was definitely not a fan of this movie. And all of Chicago really was not a fan of this movie. I was watching their um, press conference on Facebook Live this afternoon, and you just saw the whole reaction was just the angry reaction. And the comments were just ripping into Stan Bowman. It's a pretty questionable move. Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty polar. It's so early he was a scapegoat. I mean, yeah, he's a fall guy. I don't know. What's the their, guys? What is Chicago's record? Record? I'm pretty sure they're at even 500. That's a fall Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. I mean, when's the last time they missed the playoffs besides last year? It's been years. I think last year was the first time they missed it, probably like at least since they got like Kane. eight years, probably. A year after yeah. they got Kane. Yeah. No one was that. That was 2009. They're 6 6. They're 6 6 and 3. So they're NHL 500. They're better. They have a better record than the Flyers. I mean, again, the Flyers played worse hockey, and Haxtell is still a coach. It's just like it's he's just a fall guy to some. That's like I don't even know. Like wasn't, wasn't Quenville the winningest coach that was actively coaching? Yeah, he's the second best. Scotty Bowman's only one ahead of him. Right, but like as far as like active coaches in the league. Well, I also saw somewhere where apparently I guess Chicago is going to start a rebuild at some point soon. I think they need to because they're aging. Yeah, they're getting. They're getting. Oh man, uh, break is pretty good though. Yeah. I'm surprised they traded Hawks in six years. True. So they're kind of spent, dried out. The Blackhawks last couple of games, they lost Saturday night five three to Calgary. They got shut out by Edmonton four nothing. That's brutal. Yeah. And then they lost four two to Vancouver. And before that, they on home ice they lost two one damage in overtime. Then they got blown out by St. Louis seven to three. Their last win came back on October twenty fifth against the Rangers. That's not saying much. The Rangers are another dumpster fire. Thank God, suck on yeah, the Vancouver game. Was that the one that um, Patterson went nuts? Got like four points. Probably. Oh wait, no, that was uh, against the Abs. I think. That's right. That was against the Abs. Sorry, Jason, if you're listening. I'm not sorry. They're good ad read sponsored by by Kit Kats. But yeah, it's an interesting move. It's something I I was taken aback by it, honestly. Yeah, I was surprised. My first reaction was, well, well, here you here you go, Hex. I actually tweeted at the Flyers and Blackhawks. Yeah. I said, Oh my god. I was like, yeah, I, saw it I know, because the Flyers pay attention to my Twitter. Hex gonna be like, wow. Dave Moore is finally yeah, tweeted oh us that we need yes, to fire out. Yes, this will. He made the call. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Get this guy now. asked for a refund after the home opener yeah, oh and tweets God, me man. advice on head coach. Man, I really need to hire him. But for real, that real. Be a GM mode. Scrolling through the gram at work, playing on veteran. Popped up on my feet. I was like, what rookie? Definitely interesting. I mean, I don't follow the Blackhawks as closely as the Flyers, obviously, but there's got to be something there where apparently he wasn't getting along with Bowman in the past few years or ever. And, I mean, they've been on the decline. They missed the playoffs last year for the first time in forever, pretty much. The year much. before that, they got swept yeah. by the Preds. Well, the past, was it two years? They got no out of the like first a, round. So it almost seems like it could be a statement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like you said, someone's got to be the fall guy. And it's, like, they literally use Quenville. 
as like a sacrificial lamb to try and get you like <laughs> I mean, sacrifice your firstborn child. Analogy, Seriously, like like I said, sacrificial lamb to try and like tap into the energy in the locker room. Yeah, like, like you're not gonna guys know. We fired the trainer. You guys are playing so bad. Do you guys think, are the Blackhawks still a talented enough group to make the playoffs? I think yeah, because, with uh, Kane and Taze and Seabrook so. and Keats. I think at this point, they're a, bu- I think they're a bubble team, but they're, <laughs> they're a deep playoff team, but I think they'll make it. I think they're at um, this point, they're a bubble team, but they're more towards next year they're gonna be a it than not team. making it at this point. They're proper back. I don't think... I look at their roster, and besides... I think they're you know, on the decline, though. They're definitely on the decline. You know, Kane's still going to be good until for a couple you know more Chicago years. Did, but Kane's they, 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 they essentially, like, pulled the up. entire Blackhawks roster aside and was like, yeah, we just fired your dad. Like, wake up. We <laughs> fired your dad. <laughs> like, seriously. Your dad's gone. He's dead. <laughs> oh, Bye. <Jesus. laughs> we'll see how it works. You know, yeah, it's... Besides, you know, Kane's going to be good for a couple of years. Taves is on the decline. Brent Seabrook is really on the decline. Jonathan Um, Taves has been killing everything. Better than he did the past couple of years. Yeah, but besides their main core players, the Hawks have no one else. They don't have have a good supporting cast around Taves and Kane. Seabrook's not very good anymore. Duncan Keith's game is slowly falling apart. He's also falling up. His body is falling apart. Um, still get 30 minutes. He lost then. a leg. Croft, Crawford, you know, he seems like he's about to have a concussion every other game. And <laughs> is Cam Ward still good enough to carry them in the net? And then you, they're depending on Brandon Manning to be a top four defenseman. That was their mistake. Um, they're picking on Chris Kuditz to be a top six forward. So like they made I about that game. Bowman's made a lot of questionable decisions. Yeah. yeah. Their big unrestricted free agent signs this season were Seven Brandon weeks. Manning and Chris Kuditz. That's cats. not how you build a successful team. The ring is pretty nasty. I mean, one of the big problems with a lot of NHL teams is that they see these guys do well for other teams, but they're lower-tier guys. And they're like, oh, my God, that guy's good. And then they bring them on to their team to be a, a top-tier guy, but they're not top-tier players. Like, Kunitz is like a mid-six forward, in my opinion. He's a third-line forward, man. Yeah. And, and he needs to have a good third-line like, center. And another he's good nowhere near as good as he was on the Penguins. And then he went the to Tampa. Supporting and, like... Who, uh, who else were you saying? Brandon, uh, Brandon Manning. Oh, yeah. Who should be in the American League. And he's he's a top four defenseman right now. a little much, but... I don't know. I mean, again, like Jake said, it's pretty much like someone has to be the sacrifice in order to bring some sort of spark or energy to the team. And Quinville's the guy that's been around the longest, so, I mean... I mean, they're certainly not going to trade Keen or Keen. Well, the they can't now with their contracts. Yeah. I guess the move is selfless. Marion has a curse. Yeah, it's meant to shake things up. Yeah. So, as jarring as it is, it's kind of the point. Yeah. We we'll see s- how the Blackhawks respond. Yeah. We'll see but what happens. It's definitely going to be interesting. Unfortunate for the Quinville side. Are they, are they on right now? Uh, I could lose. Yeah, I could be worth one. Oh. Yeah. Remember the Flyers, Laviolette was like, they lost like 7-1 to one his first game. Yeah, he played like he coached three games in the cabin. And yeah, wrote it out with Chief for like three years. That kid can suck on a rock. <laughs> Are they even on tonight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we we came in to watch this kid play at Winter Sport. I was running this back bar. Yeah. No, I think actually they're I know, for... tomorrow. Tomorrow? I think. 
I just saw. Oh man, against yeah, Carolina watch that in the one room. Yeah, they play tomorrow night. Well, you guys are playing a game. We're not going to get on that in the podcast. Why not? Time to injure. <laughs> so, so, we'll see what happens. I mean, they're playing Carolina, who's kind of a wild card. They've been a great surprise to the league so far. So, their Their third unis are pretty sweet. Who are we talking about? Carolina. I'm like, space right now. Who are we talking about? The we're talking about the Blackhawks. We're talking about the Blackhawks, but you said the unis and like the celebrations and all that. Oh, about Carolina? Yeah. Very colorful. Very colorful. Black. Black. Like a little bit of red and white. No, I said they're team. Never mind. All right, so, boys, anything else before we want to get into the good old Ottawa Senators? Uber fiasco? Um, I don't think so. Let's dive into it. Oh, yeah, wait. Um... Brian Boyle with the Hattie on oh, yeah. oh, Hockey cancer Fights Cancer Night. A couple weeks ago, Brian Boyle just got announced that his cancer is in remission, and Hockey Fights Cancer Night in Pittsburgh scores his first career hat trick. Bad props to Brian Boyle. Um, certainly, all play- he's never been a flyer, but he's definitely a player who you said, you know, he plays the Philadelphia Flyer way. I love him on Flyers. It, it would have been cool if he was a flyer. He's a heart and soul guy, for sure. Oh, yeah. Fan favorite wherever he goes. Yeah. I hated I him when he was a Ranger. earlier in the season. Beautiful. On the Flyers PK. So it was easy. Fine. Props to him. Passive Brandon Prost together on the Rangers. Oh, my God. They uh, be starting line brawls all the time. Last year, I guess says passive box on the bench. It <laughs> <laughs> was that line brawl against, like, as soon as the pup dropped the Devils. Rangers. Was it, though? Pretty sure it was, yeah. yeah. With Boyle, Prost, who else was it? Mike Rope. Mike it was. Yeah. Oh my god. Mike Krupp. Now he's on NHL. You network. forgot about him, didn't you? I did. What a unit of a line that was. Mm. That sounds like a starting line of one of our games. That's how we start the third period. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess we'll go into this Ottawa fiasco. So last Dude, night it came out. out. To Ottawa. Um, yeah, how recent is this? This just dropped like literally like last night. Yeah. It, yeah, I think it, I, I think the video the video I think happened over the weekend where they got dropped last night. Right, the Ottawa uh, Citizen I think released it. Yeah, which um, is pretty. I mean, it's it's messed up on two parts, in major privacy wise, because it's on Uber and the Uber driver to, I guess, let the players know that they're being recorded, and also the fact that the Uber driver let that video get released mm-hmm. publicly. And then for the Ottawa Citizen to publicly release the article with the video attached to it. Oh, I'm sure you got, <laughs> you got so, a solid chunk of change for that video. I was going to say. Oh, for sure. And, like, the way things are in Ottawa, too, like, they just got over the Hoffman-Carlson situation, and now to have this come out just doesn't yeah. help their cause. It's not a break. And, the, like, the team – I mean, the team has been – the team's not doing as poorly as they have been. As you can say, they won. Oh yeah, they're winning six to two right now against the Devils. So I guess it worked. Well, I guess yeah, Mark probably Stone, pissed off or something. Great. Mark Stone came out and said it was only going to make the team stronger today. But um, so the Ottawa Citizen, of course, released the video Monday night of Ottawa Senators players cursing their coaching staff and online systems in an Uber ride. Uh, the players were Chris Wybin, Matt Duchesne, Thomas Shabbat, Chris Tierney, Dylan DeMello, and Alex Formanton, who has since been sent down back to the OHL. Alex Formanton. Um, <laughs> 
they were all in the van, but not necessarily not all of them spoke. Um, Chris Wyman was talking about a game. We didn't even we didn't we didn't even slow them up when talking about playing the neutral zone. Duchesne was quoted saying in practice, we break out against you guys, a pending free Duchesne, of course, is a pending free agent. So we get in every time. Uh, the Ottawa assistant coach, Martin Raymond, was the specific target of all their attacks. It's Ottawa. They say things French. Raymond. Raymond. We'll Americanize it. Raymond. Of course, um, last year, the Senators were fifth last in the league in power percentage and six last on the PK. Um, Matt Duchesne was quoted as saying, Marty Raymond, the only coach in NHL history to have the worst power play and the worst PK within a calendar year. Um, And then Wyman asked, do you notice that when Raymond runs the video, if you actually do pay attention, he doesn't ever teach you anything. He just commentates what's happening. Um, Duchesne, here's the other thing. We don't change anything ever. So why do we even have a meeting? I haven't paid attention in three weeks. Um, so definitely some major ripping going on here. Um, he's a free agent, so. Oh, we well we all know that Matthew Shane's not staying in Ottawa. <clears throat> well, I mean, they have the cap space if he's looking for money. The Flyers? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna stay there. Definitely. Oh no, he's he's going. He's going to get paid. He wants to be on a playoff contending team, and he's could be still a decent second-line center for a team. See, I don't think he's a first-line center, but he can definitely be your number two center yeah. for sure. Um, I think that's what he was supposed to be in Ottawa when they traded for him. Young Kyle Turris. Well, Turris went, was part of the trade. He was part of the whole deal. Turris was in Nashville. In that movie. Oh, yeah, it was a three-way trade. He was supposed to be their top-line center. Forgot about that. Good to be going off. Come on, man. But yeah, um, I mean, it's one of those things where, like I said, it's just, I guess, bad luck, for lack of better terms, that they got released because, like, people have said, obviously, like, players probably talk shit on coaches and everything like that all the time throughout NHL history, I imagine, but that's between the players. <laughs> like, it's, 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 yeah, it's yeah, something like, they don't ever right. can't get on a releasing. I, mean, I agree with that. That's a pretty huge agreement. Yeah, literally every team I've been a part of, we always rip a coast no matter what it is. Like, and I mean, like, it's, it's just bullshit. Rip, yeah. now but even if it's a winning team, you're ripping the coach. Because yeah. there's you always act, something they do. Also, you act like that coaching staff isn't all together behind the scenes ripping every single player on that team. Or, like, like imagine, like, what everyone was saying, like, behind closed doors about the Carlson and Hoffman situation. Like, I mean, that's obviously really, like, messed up with, like, what was supposed to be going on. But, like, I just like, you know, like, what the hell's going on with you guys? Yeah, like, it's so awkward. Like, like it's nature, we go out the marks sure. and, like, no one says anything. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it's pretty lame on Uber. And, like, it's Uber human nature. Yeah. Like, sitting, like, the Ottawa Sun is obviously just going to, like, citizen. It's publicity. Yeah. Sorry. Ottawa citizen. Well, apparently they're looking at, like, um, they're looking at legal options yeah. against Uber. Mm-hmm. And the driver. I was going to say, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the senators? Or just the, like, players the, the players that know they're being recorded. Well, yeah. I, mean, the same I don't know what the law was. This in the United States or was this in Canada? Probably in Ottawa. It's in Canada. Yeah. It was. I mean, there's different like. Yeah, different what the laws are like. I was gonna say because different. I think even in the United States, different states have like consent policies for being recorded or like videotaped. So, right. Because I know, like, but again, like you said, like it's probably different in Canada. So. Like, like this Uber driver probably knew. He's like, oh, he probably got the call. He's like, oh, I'm picking up so and so the Ottawa Senators. Let me put this on record real quick and see what happens. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's definitely shady. Like, there's oh, yeah. foul play on both sides. But really, I can't really. I place more fault on the Uber driver yeah, and, and, the, and the media for yeah. leaking it because, like, players will be players, and if they're not in a happy environment, they have nothing good to talk about. I mean, the media. I mean, I'm not gonna hold, they I'm, were just hot stoving. They were gonna, dudes being dudes. I'm not gonna hold it against the papers. Guys, guys being dudes. dudes. What are they there for? That's what they do. I mean, they get a hot story like that. Of course, they're gonna put it out. Like, yeah, I mean, the papers. Yeah. Gonna get it. It's really on the Uber and the driver. The media is gonna get it out of there, like you right. said, because they're gonna get a, like a lot of views, a lot of clicks, a lot right. of traffic. I mean, once it's out there, it's, it's out there. Yeah, I mean, it's doesn't really matter. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of on that person, whoever like, went for it. You kind of just released it. Yeah, you it's know, more on. Let it be public knowledge. So <clears> It's more on the Uber and the actual driver, I'd say. We got some commentation on Facebook here about it from a good buddy, Stavi. Hey, what up? Um, the owner is loving it. He wants to move the team. Well, for sure, you know. Ottawa, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Ottawa, could, Ottawa can't even sell out their arena in a playoff series. Went on a run where they went to the where they were one win away from the Stanley Cup final. They couldn't sell out their game. You couldn't sell out your home arena in Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Canada, Canada. Maybe, 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 yeah. maybe they'll be Seattle. <clears throat> no, Seattle's gonna be a brand new team. Um, I know the league's talking about putting a team in Houston. Um, personally, I put the, I'd move you to Quebec. Canada needs some more teams, and Quebec City deserves an NHL franchise. If you ask me, yeah. so I I would move I yeah I, I would I would move the Senators to Quebec. Oh, fucking Quenville. Quenville. Oh man. I don't know. I can I can use some wild meltdowns nowadays. Banging against the boards, trying to get different. Like, how are you a hockey franchise in Canada? Like the the land of hockey. Even though your team's bad, you can't sell out or anything. Well, when you run poorly and have a terrible owner, and Canadian fans won't stand up for it. They're very, they're very, you know, heart forward, gung ho. If the market's really that saturated with hockey, it's not like they have to go watch the Sunday's play. They're hard for like, I'll, I'll go watch them. miles either way. They can watch some juniors. Like, yeah, the they, can, they can watch <laughs> the 67 Oshawa. They can go watch the 67s play. So it'll, it'll definitely be interesting. So it's just. Logan Couture played there. I didn't know that. You know, let's play with the six sevens. Peter Marazic. And Travis. He was Sean, the captain. Was that Sean Monahan played? Peter Sean Monahan played. God, Marazic taking Carolina back to the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Where they belong. <laughs> you guys got any other thoughts on the Ottawa situation? Dumpster fire. I'm gonna say Agreed. Like, dumpster fire. Right. It's, yeah, it's absolute shit. <laughs> it's, it's a mess. It's a shit. I just want to hear Don Cherry talk about it. <laughs> oh, well, you know, boys. Huh? <laughs> Good Ontario, you know, boys. It's Karen. Of course. I mean, yeah. yeah. What is an Uber? <laughs> <laughs> what is an Uber? Saturday, yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, I got to listen to Hockey Night in Canada. He's going to talk about it. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah. You know, he's, First of all, he never brings his arms out. He's got them like this. Yeah, his feet's are tiny. I was going to say, yeah, he's like. <laughs> he's like 80. Isn't he like 80 something years old? He's really? got to be pushing 90. Really? Well, he's talking about it the other day yeah. after one. His shoes are legendary. Yeah. Can't get on graves. No, I love him. Toronto. Toronto. Good Ontario boy. <laughs> Whoa. 
what people are doing. And this is going to have to go on. Stabby apparently to touch on NHL rumors. Stabby bringing in a hot take saying that the Yotes are going to move to San Antonio. No way. Oh, the NHL, the NHL definitely likes the Coyotes in Arizona, and they're trying to find a an owner that wants to keep them there. Yeah, Arizona is a hotbed for hockey. Austin Matthews came from there. ASU just went D one recently. And now they have a good program. Was born. Yeah, Couturier, like legend from Arizona. Like Arizona is a good. Yeah, good Arizona boy. Arizona is a good hockey location. So, regardless of whether they, where are they now? Like. Um, uh, I think they're in Scottsdale, Scottsdale or Glendale. I think they're in Glendale, Arizona. Wow. I mean, they should stay in Arizona. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Texas is a big like. Yeah, Texas is a big state, but I don't think they need another team. A big B. I'm pretty sure it starts down <clears throat> in Texas. Yeah. Oh, I don't sure. even know how successful a team like Houston would be. Because we mentioned that earlier, like. Well, they had, they had hockey the, fans or Stars fans. Houston had a lot of AHL teams in the past. The Astros. The Arrows. They were pretty the successful. Um, ah, you're right. Oops. San Antonio has the Rampage, who are the um, no, they're the Blues. They're the Blues affiliate. Are they AHL? AHL. So. A lot of flip flopping. A lot of flip flopping. A lot indeed, indeed. Arizona's the Roadrunners, right? Yeah. The Tucson Roadrunners? Yes, yeah, their American yeah. League team. No, I don't think they should move from Arizona. I think Arizona itself, like said. I don't think they can. With ASU, like ASU's being D1, they just beat Penn State this weekend. And they, split, they split the, the series, to be fair. They split the series. Which was probably sweet. I didn't watch it, but it was probably sweet. But yeah, it, with ASU on the rise and D1 hockey, and the Coyotes are getting better, too. I think, like, they should stay where they are. In the Tucson, the Roadrunners are a decent American League team. Like, the Coyotes have, a, the Coyotes have recently drafted well. Yeah. They've got a good going crop. And if they can get the fan base to latch on and they can be successful, oh, yeah. there's a future there. Yeah. Hey, is Dylan Stroman the right now? Yeah, he's the playing. For, no, he's, oh, he played for the U.S. last night. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just there. Questioning whether or not he's actually going to be a good NHL talent now because he hasn't been able to take his game to the pro level yet. He struggled in the American League and struggled in the, in the NHL so far. I don't play with McDavid and Junior. I don't think they should move. I'd be sad to see them go. I think we've talked about it the units. same amount of time we talked as the players and they're playing each other. Sorry. It's going to be a scrappy one, I think. We can close with that. So what do you guys think about the uh, Flyers game Thursday night coming against the Yotes? How do you think the game's going to go? And let's go with some predictions. I mean, the biggest factor is if the Flyers show up within the first 20 minutes of the game. Because they usually don't when they're at home. They're just like, oh, my God, did you guys see that light show on the ice? <laughs> Gritty's yeah. too distracting. No way. Gritty's the best thing that happened. He, he is. I'm saying that's what the Flyers are saying. They're, they're too distracted by his awesomeness. No way. I mean, again, nice save. The, nice save. Yeah. Oh, I'm all on board the Grady train now. I shouldn't apologize. Oh, yeah, Grady's the only reason to watch hockey. Grady just needs to get on the ice and do the dirty dancing. Just pull a rope in the bucket of water, just thumps on him. I think, again, the Flyers just need to translate their success from the road to home, and they'll be in good shape. Do you, how do you think the game will predictions for? Um, Zero barn burner. I'm saying Phoenix um, 10. Flyers. <laughs> One. One. <laughs> I'm saying, like, probably, um, I want to say, like, 5-3 Flyers. 5-3 Flyers? Yeah. 
Because that five gold margin the Flyers are working on. Lions probably gonna start. Pickard may. Unless Pickard, I don't know. Yeah, that's right back. They got they got some days off. You know. I don't know. Two days. Jake, are you sticking with your Kendo one prediction, or are you gonna go something a little more realistic? Of course not. We're talking about the Arizona Coyotes. Anyway, moving on. No, I like I like Matt's prediction. Not to pick you back, but like, you know, they beat him on five two last night. Yeah, five two. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty good margin. I think Phoenix is gonna come out with a little bit more heat. You know, try to prove a prove a point. You know, like okay, you guys, you know, in Arizona, whatever point in your home ice, right? So we'll see. Will the homecoming? Right. In a way, yeah, it's a first first ever. I mean, yeah, first I'd be pissed if a team did. Like beat me after a five game winning. I think the goal margin closes a little bit. I can see like a four three. I was gonna say three. I can I can see depending on how Phoenix comes out, you know, depending on how Phoenix and how the Flyers come out, because it's all very relative. I can see like the Flyers maybe bring it over the time. It's true. I was gonna say that they lose the They bring it to a shootout still. They but well sense. yeah, they went into overtime both games. They played against them last season. I know they <clears> lost I think they lost in overtime. The Flyers lost in overtime and then won in a shootout to play the game. So, yeah. But it's two different teams. Man. What's your score prediction, Josh? 3-2. Overtime. Flyers? Arizona wins. Yeah, they get a shorthanded goal to tie They, sh- they scored shorthanded goals in like five-game streak. What's like your prediction? 5-3. Your 5-3 regulation. Yeah. Stavi yeah. says that if Biz Nasty dresses for the Yotes, it's going with the Flyers because Biz is the GOAT. Facts. Yes. Good point. Agreed. Yes. That's, Stavi, that's a good point. He's been ripping Eagle Energies all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Biz. Um, herbal Essence. <laughs> herbal Active. Herbal Active. I'm going to go with a nice, I'm going to go with, again, I think I think a 4-3. But I'm going to go with regulation. I think the Flyers are going to, I think it'll be 3-3 tied going in the third period. The Flyers get like a goal in the middle of the third period and kind of go, go on from there. there. Yeah, I'm gonna go four three five. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna double down on four three, but it's gonna I'm thinking it'd be an overtime win. I'm thinking they're gonna take it out of regulation. We'll see what happens. But uh anything else in closing there, you guys? Again, Brush thanks your teeth, for eat your weedies. Thanks for coming on, guys. Pets spade and neuter help control the pet population. Price is right. Get your pumpkin spice lattes ready. Josh, you're so basic. Happy Halloween. Um Thanks for watching, guys. Government mocha season, Josh. <laughs> War on Christmas. Thanks for watching, guys. Again, have a great extra time. We'll see you next week, and let's Tom go. Tom Wilson, our governor. <laughs>